0: I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have as yet discovered. I'm a superhero. A
1: real-life superhero.
2: The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become the hero?
3: Initiating surprise in three this two is one. A real Brian show.
1: it's time. The Christmas and holiday episode has come. Today, we get to celebrate some of the best traditions and memories and fun times of this time of year. And we have some really cool facts surrounding December and Christmas. Trust me, they're really awesome, by the way. And of course, you know, we'll nerd out on some of our favorite things. Guaranteed to bring more joy to your day. You know, actually, it's going to change your life. This episode is going to change your life. You are going to come out of this episode better. Yeah, let's rock it. All right, it's The Real Brian Show. We put the BS in Christmas. Welcome. This is great. I am Brian W. Griswold, the real cheermeister. We're going to have a fun old-fashioned family, TRBS Christmas. It'll be the jolliest bunch of co-hosts this side of the nuthouse, I think. Uh, you thinking that? Uh, Yeah. I'm Captain Influence,
4: and I'm a superhero mother.
1: <laughs> say, say it again. Say
4: it again. Come on. I'm Captain Influence, and I'm a superhero, mother.
1: What is it that you throw against the enemy? Spaghetti to see if it's ready. Fantastic. Okay. Well, welcome, Captain Influence, in the studio, live and in person. This is amazing. I get to actually see your face. It's, I can see you way across
4: the room. Uh, it's hard to see you. That's why we have mics uh, and headphones. Uh, Maybe Because we should- there's several columns in the way, and oh. <laughs> like suits of armor and stuff. Uh, it's difficult should we turn some lights on yeah but you know those movies where you you sit like people are sitting across from each other on those really long tables yeah 1989 And they're trying to talk to each other way across the room yeah that's what it feels like right now
1: you know like could you pass the salt pass the salt yeah Yeah. i'm sorry
0: i said could you pass the salt you know that kind of i get it yeah i get it hey this is johnny pistol shot Woo! i am swedish meatballs because you are what you eat uh I, I don't know what else to say. He's I, getting it all you, over you me. You too. love it, Swedish meatballs.
1: Well, you were throwing well, spaghetti at him to see if it was ready, and now you're well, sm- yeah, Swedish you just, meatballing you it.
0: Put some, you know, put some syrup on your spaghetti, and you have Swedish meatballs. Did really.
1: you invent and do you own <laughs> IKEA?
0: Uh, yes. Okay.
1: Well, <laughs> thanks. it's good to see you here. Thanks for joining us. You're back after a hiatus. Um, you were out mm-hmm. fighting crime and you, mm-hmm. all kinds of good stuff. Yes. Okay. Well, welcome back. Thank welcome back you. to the land of uh, this is the North Pole. So thanks for being here. You're welcome. Yeah.
3: And I'm sheer terror. Oh I am <laughs> the bane of all blonde bobs.
1: That is true. And if you have a blonde bob, shave your head, please. Just shave it. All right. That, okay. That's a-
3: Can you say that five times fast?
1: The bane of blonde bobs? Yeah. Yeah. The horror <laughs> to all hair.
3: <laughs> See, I thought about that, but I don't want to be the horror. Yes, you are. What if you're significant hair? When I
1: come in, my hair gets scared. <laughs> Trust me. I mean, I'm like, oh yeah, cool. I get a good haircut. My hair screams. You should hear it when I'm driving in and I'm like, no, it's going to be okay. Trust me. She'll take care of you. And my hair is like Aah! screaming constantly. And yet until every she time, shuts it the hell up. Yeah. Every single time it tells me later, you know what? Sure. terror really does a great job. She's oh. really not a true terror of shears.
5: Well, I appreciate or a shear that. Of terror. Right, just down.
1: of Bob.
5: And Bob, and if and the
4: blonde Bob, yeah. If your name is Bob and you're blonde, shave your head. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me about this blonde Bob
1: thing.
3: It's also known as the soccer mom haircut. <laughs> I'm really sorry if anyone listening has this, but it's no. just your basic partial highlight with, you know, where it's shorter and stacked in the back and then longer in the front. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And a lot of people come in and get that.
3: Yeah. Well, no, they did. They did. Yes.
1: You worked at this one place that was pretty much like the what would you call it? Like the clones? Would that be the best way to put yeah, it? Like, like attack the of the Stepard clones? Wives.
3: The stuff.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They would all come in and they'd gossip. Yes. And then they would get the same haircut, the blonde bob. Yes. Yeah. See that they all have capris on.
3: Yes. Oh my Oh gosh. my gosh. Yes. Oh. Capris. <laughs> yeah.
1: Get creative people like that's what we're trying to do here. Do something different. I mean, you know, get a purple mohawk or something. If you're a soccer mom, you know, make your kids go, dude, that's my mom. That's their comfort zone. Yeah, it's your mom. dude. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) I need to watch that again. Bill and Ted is going to come out with a part three, but it's Keanu and what was his name? I f- oh, what was a dude was that played name? Bill S. Yeah, he was. He yeah, was he was Bill S- and he was
4: also in the Lost Boys. I, what was he his name? He just wasn't famous.
1: He kind of lost, uh, you know, lost his boys. I hope he I doesn't guess. listen because he get really mad. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you don't think <laughs> he listens, do you? <laughs> it's your mom, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's classic. So you're not cutting blonde bobs anymore?
3: No, Okay. am not.
1: What if they want one? blonde? Well, yeah, too. I'll
3: do it if they... <laughs> I'll
1: do it. You strongly suggest otherwise, though.
3: Yes. Like, you know, I mean, what if we tried this,
1: like yeah. half shaved, half long hair? Yeah. <laughs> you know, or or so Drop Dog, his wife, the mermaid uh-huh. is what we call her. She posted this thing on Facebook. I was I was highly offended by this. And she said, which is more manly, a mullet or a man bun? And to which I said, well, neither. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, come on, let's be honest. And everyone's like, oh, a mullet's more manly. And people are like, there's nothing wrong with a man bun. (laughs) And so to which I responded, drop dog, if you get a mullet or a man bun, our gaming days are over. I mean, we're done. Then mermaid writes me back and says, actually, he's, he's thinking now about a monk cut.
3: What is a monk? Like a a bowl cut? That's where
1: you have hair basically starting, you know, where your forehead is. And it goes around the back in a line, and then you're bald on the top. Oh, okay. You shave a like halo. a bowl. Yeah, well, literally a, a monk cut. A okay. true oh. monk cut where it's hair around the side and bald on the top. And I okay. said, dude, do that. Match gaming that back
0: an- on. We're I thought that was again.
3: called a cul de sac. <laughs> M-
0: match that with a, <laughs> Maybe with a neck beard, and oh, you've yeah. got a gamer extraordinaire. Monk right cut there. with a neck beard.
1: Shaving is like pulling at a chainsaw and chipping at this stuff, man. My hair is like rock. I'm sorry if I offend anyone because yeah, it's, it's, it's getting pretty long. But it, I was thinking about a neck beard, Johnny. Yeah. If you yeah. ever try to nuzzle with the real Brian, it's a little you scratchy. Better, you're going to have to go to the emergency room. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. So <laughs> you'll have to. <laughs> 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 we can't nuzzle tonight. Sorry about that. Or we, what, what we do you could. call it? Snocking in, in Britain? UK? Snogging. Snogging. There yeah. we go. Yeah. You nick things if you steal and you snog if you're nuzzling. Okay. There we go. Snogging. Let's go with no, that.
4: Snogging is kissing and making out.
1: Oh yeah, no, you can't do that with me. No,
2: <laughs> just nuzzling.
1: <like> <laughs> you can fine. <laughs> you can nuzzle up with me. It's fine, but sorry about the uh, the the lacerations that my beard would cause. So, what do you think? Shave clean. I am going to see you Friday, uh huh. Again, uh, for the the little trim. Should I just shave clean and leave the neck beard? You know, and just let it grow.
3: Yeah, I and then we'll cool? just shave the top in the bowl and go then for the we'll leave the sides yeah okay
1: just
4: yeah. make him look as ridiculous as possible
3: <laughs> Merry Christmas and send
4: us photographs <laughs> it'll be awesome it'll be called It's a Wonderful Life this too shall pass I mean it it'll go
1: I mean you can always shave it off when you're done but well the hair will a be gone, weird so. look you know somebody would walk up to me and be like oh hello sir are you part of the clergy <laughs> no it's called a cul-de-sac son well what are we all drinking tonight today Ooh, we got real this treats morning. tonight
0: yeah yeah I got some uh ice cream topping, I think, that it's in a coffee cup that you called uh cocoa. I have some too. <laughs> ice cream topping? Uh,
1: <laughs> is it, it like it's, a bunch of sprinkles it's, melted?
0: It's thick enough to be ice cream topping, mm. I swear. Yeah. Uh, this is cocoa. This is like magic shell, man. <laughs> <laughs> Except
1: without the it doesn't quite harden that much, but almost. So I have this famous peppermint hot chocolate that I make. It is a recipe that I found online that I've
0: you know, tweaked a little. What makes it famous? It's good.
1: <laughs> it's it's, so it's
0: internet famous now.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. Maybe no. I will consider posting the recipe for one million dollars or something. I don't know. Have what, what you it? ever posted it? a recipe yet? You keep I'm thinking about selling them. Maybe I should sell like a cookbook, the TRB's you know magical cookbook or something. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'm. I'm telling you it though, happen is this good though? Do you like it? Is it is it worth a peppermint hot chocolate?
3: Oh, I think it's so good. It's okay. great.
1: Is it better than Starbucks?
3: Oh, yeah.
1: Okay. It's so thick. This and is rich. like sipping chocolate. Yeah. It's like sipping mousse. It's mm-hmm. like a liquidy <laughs> mousse. It is. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's like a chocolate mousse. That, yeah. and Not sheer terrors
4: kind of mousse. I mean, just like a... <laughs> Like a chocolate mousse. Yeah, that would be kind of disgusting.
1: You could just take some mousse and put it in and be like, this is whipped cream.
0: Trust me. It's really well, good. I think I might be able to attract more women that way if I put chocolate in my hair. Maybe. I don't Dude, know. Dude! It do, would be do. like when
1: Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes put Crisco in his hair. Yeah. Yeah. If you I like, can't see you at all. If you I like know that, I'm making faces at you this entire <laughs> I know, time. You're sitting behind my gigantic <laughs> monitor right now.
4: Yeah. That would attract an unusual element.
1: These women and would be walking dogs. by and going, That's, wow. That I just want to lick his head. <laughs> <laughs> that guy smells like chocolate. I want to follow him. He smells like Santa. I just like Santa. <laughs> so Without the beard it is. Uh, yeah, you don't. You shaved your beard, man. You I've can't be Santa the, anymore. I've
0: got the soul patch. I'm soul Santa.
1: Oh, okay. Dude, I played with him, man. It's got heavy whipping cream in it. It's got whole milk in it. It's got cocoa, a little bit of salt. A little bit of peppermint, of course. Got to have peppermint oil. I'm waiting for the lactose. Coma. Vanilla. A little bit of vanilla, yeah. And uh, I mean, I'm not going to tell you the proportions because you know that costs you. But the rest is free. So <laughs> anyway, it's 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 fun. All right, and we got an assortment of goodies. I want to shout out to Seven Blue Seven because his English toffee that he made me three years ago finally arrived. <laughs> so it's a little old and stale. No, it's actually fantastic. He actually just made it. He's been laboring feverishly in his kitchen ever, every single time we're on discord, he's in his kitchen making more top. <laughs> I swear. I mean, how many batches has he made? Like 400 I think or something.
0: He, I think he said he was like up to, it was either 14 or 40, but I believe it was 40. He had a four batches, 40 batches.
1: Now keep in mind these batches make how many of those tins that I have, which is a lot. By Each the way.
0: batch makes two tins of the larger okay. containers. Yeah.
1: So essentially so. 80 tins worth of, does he give them to the family and stuff yeah, or everybody? And friends? Yeah, okay.
0: friends and family. Well,
1: I have some here I've not tried, but what did you guys think of it?
3: It's delicious. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Homemade. I,
4: I have a theory. Mm. I'm pretty sure that him and Drop Dog are in cahoots with this stuff because if you oh. eat it, it's it's fantastic, but you will lose some fillings. Okay.
3: It's a little sticky, but crunchy. Sticky. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, you it's, can't
4: say sticky without sticky. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: just sounds better.
4: It's really good, Seven.
1: But Drop Dog's going to uh, benefit from this. That's why he's the Grinch. He's sitting over here laughing with his, you know, new monk cut going. (laughs) Eat more toffee. I will have lots of patience. (laughs) Okay. Well, uh, maybe we'll get Drop Dog to contract for those of us who have lost our teeth from eating this stuff, but it's really good. (laughs) So, and then we have um, the, as I mentioned earlier, the mayor's wife made some, you know, our mayor, by the way, made some peanut brittle which is fantastic. And then we have an assortment of other cookies that Yanni Pistol Shot made. Oh, oh, and then uh, Sarah Miss Light made some what we're calling almond joy bars. They're essentially, well, that's pretty much what they are. They, they, <laughs> but they're all natural. They're real food. It's it's not like, you know. And we have some MSG chocolate. We
4: have some chocolate covered honeycomb, which I've never even heard <gasps> yes, of before.
1: Yes, yeah. you brought that, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be eating it shortly here, but as soon as I eat it, it's, I'm not gonna be able to talk for five minutes. So. I always figured honeycomb to be more
4: wa- not waxy, but like chewier, but it's very crispy. I thought it would
1: be too. Yeah.
4: First I had though. it, it
1: was like, Oh, this is interesting. It's really good. Though. Okay. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I had it the first time a couple like last week mm-hmm. and I thought I should bring it
1: and I'm glad you did. Yeah. Cause it's fantastic. I
3: think more people need to know about this.
1: I agree. Chocolate. So we got so many good treats here. This is the Christmas episode. One of the things that Miss Light was wanting to do this year is at least one Christmassy thing every single day this month. So far, so good. So, you know, and it's pick one thing, even if it's driving around to look at lights one night or eating Christmas goodies or making peppermint hot chocolate or, you know, drinking an entire bottle full of eggnog. Well, we're just over, we're about two thirds of the way through the month. Yeah. So Time flies. what's she going to do tonight? I, I don't know because this is the last episode of the year too. So it's kind of a celebration. What are we? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's a Christmas light tour night. Okay. Maybe that's what's going to have to be. Watch a Christmas movie. I don't know. Has anybody seen? By the way, the man who invented Christmas came out last year. No. 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 It's about Dickens. 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 <laughs> Apparently, it's really good. Never saw it. It's on Amazon Prime, by the way. So. As in Charles Dickens? Yeah. As in Charles. Charles. Charles.
4: Charles. Good Expectations. That's a good book. He was it's in charge of
0: my life.
1: Well, that yeah. sounds
0: yeah. like of you. your days and your nights and my nights. Yeah.
1: Okay, well, you know, hey, whatever works. Sarah's aunt's 70th birthday happened this last weekend and got to see our our cousins for that. Do you remember, I was talking about this recently, about how he's one of the cousins that mixes drinks from scratch, doesn't believe in pouring 7-Up into a mixed drink. Yeah, you mentioned something about it, but I don't remember the details. Okay, so he's one of those guys, you know, do not use 7-Up, don't use Coke, you know, he's all scratch, create a, a mixed drink from scratch. Also, the detective I was mentioning and I said, dude, you got to come on the show and talk about how you mix yes. drinks and, and then also no, share remember. some detective stories. He goes, oh, yeah, I'd love to. And then he goes, let me think of some good appropriate stories. Yeah. <laughs> Ones that he can share and not of get course. in trouble with. So anyway, that's to come. I just wanted to share. Really? That. That's
0: like a, Sweet. that's a
1: deal. Oh, Absolutely. As soon as you going to be up here.
3: For some, yeah, it'll be fun.
1: I'm looking forward to that. And then one of the things I want to do is because I can magically get out of Delta's leash. You know, that's our dog. You know, I'll have her on the arm and then I can be like, boom. And all of a sudden she's no longer on my arm. It's really cool. So I'm going to see if I can do that with (laughs) handcuffs as well. So stories and pictures to come. We're going to, you know, by the way, we were talking about this too, because he's huge into posting some things on Facebook that are very interesting. But we got into this hilarious discussion about how sensitive and easily offended people are these days, which, of course, we've talked about this on the show a little bit. But it was a really fun discussion. And of course, you know, the people that are sensitive and easily offended are like, stop calling us sensitive. I'm like, well, but you are, but then this whole thing with baby, it's cold outside. Okay. It's Christmas time. We want to listen to Christmas music. That's not one of my favorite Christmas songs, but you know, it's not bad. I know Johnny hates it. I I just, I can't. Yeah. can't even do you like baby. It's hot outside better. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. It's a better
0: song. The video is awesome.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So baby, it's cold outside got banned. And then I guess it got unbanned just recently. No, but banned, you gotta be more specific. Banned by So people said this is a date rape song now. Sure. It was written in the forties, by the way. Yeah. And if you listen to it, I, I can't honestly, even listening through the lyrics, I can't even find anything that sounds date rapey to me at all. So I'm listening going, why would this be a date rape song? Well apparently there's you know, so the song saying, I really should go. No, 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 it's cold outside, stay I really should say no. No, no, please stay. Well, the guy that wrote the song was saying it's a flirtatious song, and that's just how people did things in the 40s. Well, then he died, and now they say, oh, it's a date rape song. As soon as he died. So then his daughter says the same thing. No, 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 no. It's a it's a flirtatious song from the 40s. Oh, no, you're wrong. So then J.P. Sears, you know, Awaken with J.P., who's yeah. on the show here, said he did this great. Skit on it, except he was yelling the whole time because he was <laughs> angry. It was really funny. You can sit here and tell all you want, you know, that it's a flirtatious song, but you didn't know your dad. Obviously, it was pretty funny. So he ranted about it, but I think the best and most interesting viewpoint I heard was from Whoopi Goldberg who was pretty much just like lighten up people. This is not a date rape song. There's nothing wrong with it. It's flirtatious. Get over yourselves. It was really great. This- she had a very intelligent balanced view on it. You can check it out if you watch it, it was is, on the view. Is this not just another example
4: of of the myriad examples of just the vocal minority, everyone reacting to the vocal minority and all they have to do is not react. Exactly. it's not that the vocal minority doesn't always have a point, but in some cases, if the majority thinks, what do you, what's your problem? Just let them yell and keep playing the song. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) and even then it's not, why make it an issue is my point. It's one thing if it's true. You know, people are allowed to complain about stuff like that if that's their opinion. But it's 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 the responsibility of those who react to it, whether they react or not you know, and make it so that it's banned or not banned or whatever, you know, yeah. so, I
1: was thankful that the majority spoke up and said, OK, this is ridiculous. That was nice to hear. Nice to hear. People still have a little bit of a, you know, backbone. I don't remember what the song sounds like, so I don't have an opinion. <laughs> uh, sure. Tara's going to sing it for us right now. No, I'm-
3: no. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the best part in elf when they're singing it in the yeah. bathroom and then he runs into the door. Yeah. It's so good. Can you imagine if they had to take that part out oh of the movie? Gosh.
1: Well, they probably will try now.
3: Yeah. It's like, no, true. they won't.
1: <laughs> it's, it's so ridiculous. If, first of all, if people want to complain about something, that's fine, but, but complain about something that's true. Let's start with that. If it's false, shut up. You know, let's just, let's just go there.
4: Uh, If you can do true and false here, it's a matter of perception and perspective, but But
1: you can't say the song is a date rape song when the daughter of the artist says, no, it's not. And then say she's wrong. True. That's just ridiculous. Well, no, them saying she's wrong is true because that was her opinion. No, because it was her father that wrote it. I know. I know. It's not even an opinion. It's how this was. This is what the song was. It's truth. It's an opinion on how you take it that's a per- that's a subjective opinion but if the guy says this is what i wrote it to mean and the girl knew that then that's I don't, true not that's not true the
4: artist has the final say in the meaning of his art so yeah totally of her his or her art so that's my theory yeah
3: i just think there's such ridiculous music out there that that's the song people are gonna <laughs> exactly like yeah. yeah yeah have you never heard like a Lil wayne song in your life oh, yeah. <laughs> you know <Yeah. laughs> move Get yeah. out the way. I mean, have you
1: listened to the lyrics in that song? Oh, bad and bougie. People well, love that song. Oh man, the lyrics in that terrible, They're horrible, <laughs> but it's not mainstream airplay. That's the thing.
5: Oh, this one is coffee shop. Yeah. You can't ban <laughs> you don't a song walk that, in and yeah, you don't wanes. hear
1: bad and bougie on the air and you know, they can't even play it in the arenas, you know? So it's like, this is funny too. Now, another story of one of the universities who had a comedian come, you know, not all comedians are clean. In fact, many of them are not. Some of the best ones are not clean. I'm just saying, right? So he comes to a university. I'm not going to go with names here. We're just going to keep this vague, but it's a, it's a true story. Well, people go and they listen to this comedian and he's also of a different nationality. So he's making jokes of different nationalities. Well, then of course, everybody's calling him a racist and he's, but he's making fun of his own nationality too. So I don't know if you can be racist if you're making fun of yourself. You know what I mean? Like if you're making, if you're making fun of everybody, are you really a racist or are you just a comedian? If That makes sense. I don't know. That's, that's for debate some other time, but he's just doing his comedy act and everyone's like, he's a hate person. You know, he's, he made me feel terrible. It's offensive. You know, I I'm hurt now by him. Like my soul is hurt. And so they <laughs> boot him off stage and they banned him from the university. And it's like, if you don't like it. Go. Why did you even go in the first place? First of all, second of all, if you don't like it, walk out. It's okay. Yeah. It, it's funny. So this is the kind of stuff everybody's dealing with. I wanted to bring it up because I just thought, <sighs> Just like putting up Christmas lights lighten up just lighten up, lighten up. <laughs> totally I'm just everybody needs to relax a little if if I personally come to you and maliciously verbally attack you and abuse you you have a right to punch me. I, I just want to give you that permission.
4: <laughs> oh you got so many punches coming Brian. Oh yeah. I mean I verbally abuse
1: you constantly. I mean it's you obvious. heard it here first folks. <laughs> But there's gonna be a queue at your door tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's like it's like the line in Airplane, the movie Airplane, where they're punching that girl that's freaking out, you know, and they're just lined up with baseball bats and tire irons. And have you seen that Airplane?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah, I have. It was a while ago.
0: It's gonna be like that outside my door. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we are all in the studio to gate, you know, actual in presence, So that's true. You, you know. I don't see any
4: weapons or no. Like, what am I talking about? There's swords and armor everywhere. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we'll figure you know, something
4: out. They're, they're probably the, dull, the but the I bet they columns. still hurt. Yeah,
0: I'll pull out a sword. If you would really like I me to. Kind of always be one of those sumo things that you put on the suits and like run at each other. You get that really sweaty. Cool. Yeah, you sweat a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we should totally do that sometime.
1: That would be fun. <laughs> I've always wanted to do the sumo thing. Anyway, so lighten up a little, have some fun. Now let's talk happy stuff. I just wanted to throw that out because I want people to kind of think twice before they get too sensitive. I've been makes happy this whole time. I know.
3: I mean, do you agree that like, oh, are, yeah. are we too sensitive? Well, yeah, I just think there's so many other th- things wrong in this world that like getting a song, a Christmas song band is how is that on? Petty. I don't know.
4: How's that on anybody's list? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: exactly. It's,
4: really not on Santa's it's list. bigger
3: problems we need to worry about. Yeah. Well, and you are
1: of part of the generation that, is, you know, being blamed for this
3: being no. blamed for sure, terror. it being banned.
1: Yeah. Younger generations that are causing a lot of this problem because they're more sensitive. This is this is a stereotype. I'm just telling you. Uh-huh. But I appreciate that you are from the generation that people blame all the time. And you're you're saying you heard it here. Someone who is mature and you have a great balanced attitude. Thanks. So thank you. <laughs> thank you for speaking to your own people. And thank Light you up. for making Brian
4: look so spectacular. <laughs> You're so, so
0: old awesome. at the same time.
3: <laughs> he
4: looks
1: no, no, no. Oh no, she cuts my hair. Oh, okay. So okay. I look good because of that. Yeah. If you didn't cut my hair, I would look terrible.
3: Well, till our next appointment, and we do a cul-de-sac.
1: A cul-de-sac. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a monk cut. Yep. A monk. My cut, hair will yeah. be screaming at that one. I'll I'll be honest. Okay. Like I I'm gonna have to listen to that high pitched I think I wine. might be screaming at that one yeah especially i think the people that you work with would be like um What's i saw that screaming over there maybe we shouldn't have hired Sheer. i know
3: right <laughs> did she
1: really just do that what you need to be doing though is when you're cutting a monk cut is just be like whoops oh, oh crap oh oh whoops oh i shouldn't have done that dang it hold on let me fix that ah that didn't work either the whole time or maybe you that should just really do help that build when, my
3: clientele when you're cutting
1: my hair normally next time keep okay. shouting oh whoops nope Dang it! That's not what I meant. Oh, let me try to fix it and just freak out the whole
3: time Social and see what people experiment. say. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and I'll just be sitting there like crying or something. But could you please stop with blood coming down your head and <laughs> stuff? It's fake-, fake blood. Okay, I don't want to lose my job. So- <laughs> and then at the end, people will be really concerned. We'll turn around
0: and be like, "We're just totally miserable <gasps> That'd
3: be actually really funny if we could plan that for April Halloween. Fools. Yes
0: or okay. Halloween stand up and look in the mirror and gasp like oh,
3: what did you do I love it yes.
1: <laughs> you're over here like saying whoops the whole time it'll be funny mm-hmm. it'll be really good
3: i think we should do it okay make it, make Let's it, do it. happen
1: i like creating public displays of concern <laughs> <laughs> everywhere you go dude people are like what is he doing <laughs> you know i was going to so do it tall. at the arena but i don't have the right people necessarily. if you guys were with me when we we're at the basketball games I was even thinking about this. You know, they put the, the, try to get up on the Jumbotron. Uh Sometimes people do this, but you rip your shirt off and swing it over you, you know, and that kind of thing. (laughs) I mean, I'm just trying to figure out some fun. Oh, that's, you know, they do the dance cam. I'm not a good dancer. I really don't even like dancing. There's one dance that I can do and I've not mustered up the courage to do on the Jumbotron. What is it? The John Travolta dance from Saturday Night Fever. Oh, I thought you were going to say the Macarena. No, you know that that '70s disco, you know, where he's pelvic thrusting and doing that whole thing. You know, you know what I'm talking about. You yeah. can do that. I can do it. So, only dance I ever learned because it was done an airplane as a mock. We mentioned airplane. Uh huh. It's a mock, and so I was like, I'm going to learn this for prom because everyone does those dumb dances, you know. And so when we went to prom, we got up on the stage and we did a synchronized John Travolta disco line. How fun! And it was the coolest thing ever. And I've never really done it since. And so I thought it'd be fun to do on the jumbotron for the dance cam, but I've yet to muster the, if you guys were with me and I'd be like, let's do it. We got this. People would be like, okay, that was the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. I can now die.
3: Is that a dance you can accomplish in the stands? Oh yeah. You can. Oh,
1: well, where we stand. Yes. Okay. We, we have, we have room.
3: There's plenty of hip thrusting room.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Let's just say, and even if there's somebody in front of you, Oh, well, think of it like (laughs) night at the Roxbury or something like that. It'll be, it'll be funny. So let's talk about some fun Christmas. We wanted to do this. We want to talk about like traditions and memories and favorite foods and things that we do during this time of year, favorite Christmas movies, that kind of thing. Now the flash and green butterfly were really wanting to get on this episode and I told them, well, unfortunately we have room for four and we're doing an in studio thing, Mm -hmm. which is so exciting because having Four people face to face is a rare thing for us. Usually we're doing stuff over the interwebs the, the Facebooks and, you know, other. Yeah. So my whole point is I didn't really want them on. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to edit this part. That's up.
3: the Christmas spirit.
1: <laughs> no, no. I really actually wanted you both on. And I know Spider Pan even said something too. And I was just like, you know, we're going to keep this in studio. But they were able to share some of their thoughts over message, voice message as well. So I'm going to play that here in a couple of minutes. Sweet. But um, I wanted to start off with what are some of your favorite Christmas traditions and memories and all those good things here, Terra Stardust?
3: We always open our presents on Christmas Day, but Christmas Eve, Santa gives us special Christmas pajamas, so we open those. And then my mom always makes cinnamon rolls for breakfast in the morning. Mm. And then we play a Christmas story just on repeat on TBS <laughs> all day and just nap and hang out. Nice. Yeah.
1: So you get pajamas every year. Yes. So you've got like this collection of pajamas from years back. Is that, or do they kind of wear out Is I, I'm just curious? Like, is this one of those things where it's like, okay, it's time for a new pair or do you have like this collection?
3: I have a pretty great pajama collection. See,
1: that's cool. Some people yeah. have shoe collections. You've got a pajama collection. Yeah. That's awesome. They're it all is. like the button
3: up fleece pajamas. You nice. Know?
1: So, mm-hmm. what are some of the coolest ones you've
3: gotten? Definitely Harry Potter ones. Nice. And then one year, my mom got me these pretty cool ones. Well, it was actually a, an adult onesie. Mm-hmm. So it's green and red striped, and it has, has the, the feet onesie. and everything too. It doesn't have the feet. Okay. Which I like because I don't like sleeping with socks on. So
4: yeah. did it have a unicorn horn on it?
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> it doesn't. You should not a,
4: not a on. unicorn onesie. Okay. Okay. You're gonna. Did do it have kitty
3: ears on it? No, but I do have an alpaca oh, onesie. Oh, sweet. Interesting. Yep. So you
1: look like a giant alpaca.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: No, that That's one thing, thing about
3: my generation. We're really into the adult onesies. Okay. Especially in the winter, you just put on the onesie and- Okay. Just give up on life for the winter. Give up on. Oh, I life. just.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Strangely enough, I just saw that at, at uh, my grocery store the other day. One of my bag packers was wearing an elf onesie. Oh wow! Packing bags. <laughs> it was it was interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I love you know <laughs> <laughs> it's precious. <laughs>
1: Cameron was talking about that last year. Really? Yeah. About you know how he got that. What did he get? A storm stormtrooper onesie. I don't said. I don't remember. It's been so long, but I think he was talking about onesies, and I thought it was a Stormtrooper onesie. And you're right. He's that was a, only he's last year. Generation. I know it's been a year ago.
0: Cameras. No, it's been over a year ago. Cameras. I know.
1: Night Fox has disappeared. Night Fox, look at what you're putting the real Brian. He went into a foxhole, and I never saw him again. So I, I don't know. You're feeding them me. I mean, I can't compare to Night Fox. There's no way. That's right. You're different. Wonder if he little, did he disappear? Maybe we're in a different like dimension or alternate reality. But anyway, yes, that's fantastic about your onesies. <laughs> I love that. Hey. Fantastic. So I like how put on a onesie and give up on life for the winter. Yeah. So onesies. All right. you wear onesies? Never. Never. Probably when I was a little kid. Yeah, I don't remember.
4: Maybe. No. No, but onesies have a hood, right? They can. Okay. Yeah. I honestly don't have any Christmas traditions per se. How about memories though? But, but yeah, my best memories of Christmas were when I was a little kid and I would get transformers every year for Dude. Christmas. Dude. Yeah. I'll never forget the Christmas when I got jet fire. I was just in heaven and I, I enjoyed that toy for years. So
1: my cousins and I were just talking about, well, they brought it up on Facebook. Do you remember the GI Joe aircraft carrier? Yes. You remember that thing? Mm Yeah. So the whole joke was, is that somebody said, you know, 25 or 30 some, I think it was 30 something years and counting and I've still never gotten it for Christmas or something. Somebody posted that. (laughs) And so my cousin said, yeah, me too. I've never gotten it. And so it was this picture. And I said, I had it, but I didn't get it for Christmas. That was one of those things where I saved up for like, I don't know, multiple summers. That was like long. and was expensive. And that, stuff. And the right. reason I never got anything like that is because it was too expensive. It was my a parents and did not want to spend that kind of money on me. Sixty dollars or something crazy yeah, like that for yeah. a kid's toy, you know. But I saved up for summers and then I went and I bought it, my own dang up money. And then you were set like, "Set it up. It was awesome." This doesn't look like hundred and forty dollars. <laughs> no, it was cool. It was it was this big, thick, like plastic. I mean, it was an eight foot long aircraft carrier. It so I mean, that's a huge long. toy. It was eight feet. No way was that thing eight feet. Yep, eight full feet, man glorious what kind of assembly was involved with that it was a lot my dad had to help me he actually helped mount it to a wooden board so it kind of stayed together and we put it, it took up my entire bedroom floor it wow. was amazing you had to step all over and it. And what everything. is this so you know gi joe
3: <laughs> sure Toys. <laughs> yeah. so
1: they back when we were kids they were they were it well, well I, next to with no, transformers I mean, so toys toys have changed a lot but mm-hmm. when we were kids toys were larger more robust and pretty dang like I think kind of opulent to be honest, they were huge, you know? So GI Joe was all the military and everything. And you could get the F 14 and I don't know some of the other planes. I, I didn't have the F 14, but they created an aircraft carrier that GI Joe would use in the cartoons, but it was an eight foot long toy is plastic what I'm saying. Mo- plastic That's model. So yeah. Crazy. Yeah. It was this molded thick plastic. It was amazing. And like, I was even thinking about, I don't know if my parents still have this or not, but I'm, you know, cause Voltron's really popular again right now on Netflix. Yeah. I had new and I don't season know out if by the still, way. Yes, season eight's out. Yep. I don't know if we still have it or not, but the original Lion Voltron, and I mean it was yeah, and that, you could three, put it three all three together, four, te- four feet tall, you know, and it was yeah. made out of metal and hard plastic. And I think the new Voltrons are like a foot tall, and they're made out of pure cheap plastic now. And yeah, I everything's thought everything's plastic now. What a lame load of you know what? <laughs> I mean, coal. Jet, the Jetfire Transformer I
4: got. It was a. Yeah. It was well, basically, Jetfire was a Robotech VF1s veritech mm. fighter and it was a perfect replica of a vf1s robot uh, wow. veritech fighter and it was metal it was it was more metal than plastic yeah. uh, and and it just went together so well and i i'm I, i'm still floored by the quality of that toy yeah, they were and it was unusual
0: almost i mean they yeah they
4: were it was a little unusual for, I mean, most Transformers were well-made, but that was one of the better ones you could buy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and a friend of mine stole it in high oh, school. Oh, what a jerk. I never got it back.
1: I feel like kids get jacked these days with cheap plastic. I mean, I'm sorry. I, I really do feel bad because our toys were pretty dang cool.
4: I'd have to say, in my opinion, the world gets jacked with cheap plastic. That's true.
1: A lot of things have gotten a lot
4: cheaper.
3: Amen.
1: Yeah. Yeah, okay. There's too much cheap plastic on this planet. I agree. Sorry. Yeah. We need some more quality <laughs> stuff again. Like yeah. what you're
3: making right now. I, quality hats. You. Thank you.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah. For those who can't see, Morgan's knitting.
3: <laughs> I'm knitting while we talk. Yeah. Tell us
4: about this business
3: and, well, and plug it too. I started making beanies for my friend's recycling company. It's called Respect Your Mother Recycling. Mm-hmm. It's located out of Boulder, Colorado, and it is a zero waste Recycling company so So they ride around on their bikes and pick up recycling to deliver and they marketed to like fraternities because you can imagine how much waste comes out of fraternity houses. So Mm -hmm. I'm making beanies and we're selling them. So a lot of the profit goes to his company and just helping him. Build that company, but I love it. Yeah, I have six hats to make by tomorrow. So, <laughs>
1: can I see what you're doing so far? Just yeah, I'm, oh, that's cool looking. So, what is that? Is that what kind of a is it wool? Is it alpaca? Yeah, it's
3: all 100% wool.
1: Okay, you've done yeah. with alpaca wool, yes. Do you do anything with like yak wool or fur or whatever the heck? It's no, called?
3: my mom has before. It's mm-hmm. really, really expensive because it's, it's so soft. Yeah, it's yeah. really soft and warm. So, I haven't yet, but my dream one day is to own. An alpaca
1: farm. Oh, you should do an alpaca and a yak farm. Okay. And then you could just, you know, shave them all and get some. So, uh, our friend Annalicious, by the way, who is no longer to be known as Annalicious, she hates that name. Oh, but you she, just she is now, well, because I twice. want people to, to reference, she is now known as An Attack. So I she has this, you know, the emoji like, thing. I like. Anna I like better. it better too, but she didn't <laughs> like it. So anyway, but we used to call her parents mother and father licious, which was really fun. They're, they're great <laughs> people by the way. I love them. She sent me this, this emoji of her dunking a basketball and she was like, you know, flying over the top of the hoop and she's throwing it down. And I'm like, that's an an attack. She's like, that's my new name.
3: I like it. An attacks An attack An
1: attack. Ann attack. Ann attack. Ann attack. Yeah, and she actually does play ball. Well. So and goes to games with us. Point being, she was in Mongolia for a couple of years and she brought back some yak socks for us. And they are the warmest freaking socks I've ever owned. Interesting. They're really, really good, and they're soft. So I wear Chuck Taylors, Converse, you know. Mm-hmm. And one thing you'll notice in very cold weather oh. is that the rubber on the Chuck Taylor absorbs the cold from the sidewalk, Yeah. Mm. and it holds it. So if you're wearing mm-hmm. athletic socks, your feet are basically frostbitten. Oh. But with those Yack yak socks. yak attack socks, you know, it's like you know, yakety yak, ain't no cold in my don't come back. socks feet. <laughs> I'm a great poet, by the way. I love to rhyme, so you know you should see my stuff. All right, well, that's really cool. I Thank really you. want to commission you to make me one of those like pimpy long stocking ones. Okay, you know, what I'm talking about pimpy, yeah. Pimpy I, I'm not stock- gonna call it the pippy. Sorry, I'm a man. Gotta call it the pimpy long. Well, stocking. if it's a pimpy long stocking, does it have like two? You know, the two, two tassels things? that come hang out. No, no, don't so, go there. So a joker hat. <laughs> Oh, that's a great a idea, hat. <laughs> like a jester style. But you know how they have the the little look like braids that come down because uh, they have like an extension over the ears, so that it keeps yes. your ears warm. Yeah, 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 yeah something like that. Yeah. But if you could make it a little more manly, maybe the jester idea is cool, hey, Brian. Okay, dudes, don't wear those, dude. I did. That's a that's a chick hat.
3: No, no, I no, don't no. think so.
1: That's why it was called the pimpy long stockings. Is that like man buns? I'm just, no, no, kind of no it was cool. I actually looked pretty dang cool in them. It wasn't like it was manly colors and everything, but they weren't very warm. And so I, I couldn't wear very long like, the wind just went right through them. So I need something. Warm. I learned something new every time I'm on the show. <laughs> I know. See, maybe that should be the slogan. You'll learn something new. Every time you listen, another slogan, you can have multiple slogans. We could just, yeah, can't be defined. That's what Bohemian Rhapsody, by the way, really good movie. That's what queen said. You cannot define queen. Queen is undefinable. We yeah, are. They are so, queen. We are so diverse. And I wanted to say, I saw that. And when they said that, I almost jumped out of my seat and cheered for them because that's, that's us. Yet. The real Brian show. You can't define us. It's just, it's undefinable. We are diverse.
4: I love. That. I can define them. They're just a bunch of dorks that talk nonsense, right. nonsense every
1: week. We and, are, we yeah. are like the Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Except we didn't just less call flamboyant. Man. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. Great movie, by the way, highly recommend if you've not seen it, I will. It was good. I had some cool takeaways. We're jumping all over the place today, but I'm just going to throw it out there. That was one of them is that I'm glad that I can't be defined. It's nice. Oh, and they said they were eclectic and experimental too. I like that too. It is time now. Yanni, I'm calling you Yanni because you yeah. know, you're Johnny, but Yanni is the, that's the proper. Uh, the sexy way to say it. Yeah, it is. Exactly. It's the Greek way. It's, yeah, exactly. So it's more of a Yanni pistola. Yo. Yanni pistola. Johnny pistol shot over here. So we went to go see that. We both looked at each other at the end of the credits because now neither one of us have been playing our instruments for a while. Johnny plays bass. I play piano. I had to take a break for a couple of years due to, let's just say, poison and music and stupid people. So I had to get away from it. You got really sick one year with a horrible, horrible sinus infection and blew out both your eardrums and lost 70 plus percent of of my hearing. Yeah. Seventy. Yeah. Seventy percent of your hearing in both ears. So playing music is not easy anymore. It's not. But so we both looked at each other at the end of the movie and we're just like, it's, it's time to play again. It
0: makes you want to play. Yeah, I mean, we're ready. The feelings that they expressed in that when you're playing for an audience, it was, that's exactly how I think every musician who's been through that feels. It yeah. Really.
1: I've heard a lot of comments about this movie and a lot of people loved it. And from non musicians, you're going to like the movie, but I think musicians are going to take away a lot more from the movie that non musicians won't even see. Huh? That's cool. Yeah. We used to play in front of around 10,000 people. We played a lot of really fun music and you know, you'd hear the audience do stuff and it was really cool. And And then they would say that in this movie and you're like, Oh, I miss that. I, you know, I miss performing like that.
3: I didn't know you performed like
1: that. Oh yeah. Yeah. We were crazy. I love performing. I'm one of those weird people that loves to get in front of a, a lot of people and perform. It's, it's pretty unique. Why you're so famous? And Johnny, you know, I mean, so I was telling somebody about you, and I was talking about how most bassists nowadays are like, bum, 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 bum. you know, they're they're boring, they they suck, you know. And then Johnny's <laughs> up there, and he's like, bum, 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 bum. I was like, you know, you could put Victor Wooten to shame, not you know, in your um, in your head, you could day. put not Getty
0: that. Lee to shame, <laughs> you know, but
1: close. We though. had fun. Though. Close. I remember you saying, "I'm going to learn to play like Victor Wooten," and and you were you were uh, up there. I did there. get a
0: couple of his rather hard songs down pat a couple mm-hmm. times but and primus was a long, primus oh, yeah because yeah, i got led
1: yeah. with bass guitar so he would play like that less Clayborne was it yeah, claypool claypool less yeah, claypool. Less cl- yeah. Johnny is a
4: great musician. Liz Claiborne. Liz Claiborne. Liz Claiborne. Liz Claiborne. <laughs> she was amazing. Yeah, she
1: was like the best Kazooist ever. <laughs> Liz have to take Claypool. my face out of
4: this glamour magazine. <sighs> oh my gosh. These
0: these days I mostly play ukulele. So uh, which is pretty freaking cool.
1: <laughs> Just get back to your rock roots, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, we got to play again. Well, I was thinking that, you know, nowadays it's different because when we were in our heyday of playing 10 years ago, can you believe though? Only 10 years ago, you needed to get signed, and you know you had to become big and everything. Here we are, ten years only later. We could just make our own music here in the studio, and yeah. you know, music all of a sudden we're aren't famous aren't with our own as people.
0: Much of a thing anymore. It's yeah. completely different. Universe. Interesting. It's kind of neat.
1: You guys
4: sing, play anything? I don't even know. Yeah, I used to. I played the saxophone for ten years. Really? Oh wow! But you know what? The saxophone is an obsolete instrument, and well, it's I, just not that big why is anymore. That? just because it's not the 80s anymore dude
1: well okay we're not (laughs) listening to kenny g anymore which i never listened to him
4: (laughs) i even owned i owned a soprano sax too you still no sold it a long time ago for rent money for rent money
1: dude would picasso sell his guitars picasso didn't need to (laughs) you just totally missed it never mind Uh, school of rock dude i never saw it oh you got to watch that. I'm a big Jack Black guy. Oh my god! I, I have no. That's I, one of his best movies ever. It's so good. Eh. Tenacious D all the way. Yeah, yeah. This was before Tenacious D. It's pretty good. Pick and, a destiny. Saxophone is still in, in just a different way now. So you, you, you'd be fine.
3: Hmm. I don't play any instruments. I don't sing. I did ballet. Yeah. For 10 years, but. There you go. So you yeah. got skills. I always like my dream was to join some folk band and play the tambourine barefoot and for, al, for al, an audience
1: of alpacas?
3: Yeah, I would exactly. have never
1: put you at a tambourine, but barefoot for sure. Totally, I know that. Yeah. that's not yeah.
3: A, Well, a tambourine, because you really have to actually play. I mean, I just smack it on my hip, right? Yeah. That doesn't well, take much talent.
1: So there was a dude, we went to the, I, I mentioned this, the CSU Christmas concert, you know, that happened in the end of November. The orchestra one? The orchestra one, yeah. yeah just amazing. And uh, I'm trying to remember if it was... I don't remember which piece it was it might've been sleigh ride or something like that. But one of those where there's a tambourine and I can't remember which one, but the guy, the tambourine part is actually pretty difficult in there. And just watching him work that tambourine, I was like, I didn't even know that was possible. I
3: know. Right. So That's so
1: cool. You have uh, you've got something you can aspire to be like, okay. Okay. The barefooted alpaca wearing tambourinist. Yes. Is that even a real word? It is now tambourinist tambourini well, tambourina like a ballerina.
3: Ooh, tambourina. Tambourina. Okay.
1: So what's a a male tambourine player then?
3: Tambourino. Tambourino.
1: Yep. Like a ballerino. Yeah. Um, I'm really, I just want to say the nutcracker version we saw this year did not feature some of those large Russian men with pants that no man should ever wear. (laughs) So you can be a tambourina and make sure to get a giant alpaca fur coat though. Okay. Like, I mean, we're talking just audacious,
3: just I feel like there a, should be an alpaca with me on. That'll be like my. That's a thing. good
1: idea.
4: You my, could you could do it in an alpaca onesie, riding the back of an alpaca. Yeah,
1: with your alpaca hood up.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, and
1: then you you've got that big giant alpaca fur coat that you throw off when you pull the tambourine out. Yes. Yes, and you'll be on yes the alpaca, and he'll be kind of dancing around because be,
3: <laughs> You could put you put bells on him. Yeah, like sleigh bells, okay. exactly. Yeah, see, okay. yeah, I was
1: thinking that too. It'd be like a reindeer, except to be like an alpaca, Rudolph. <laughs> the alpaca flying alpaca or something like that. <laughs> Speaking
0: of this, what so would that a be a Tambaca uh, uh, Reno. A, t- t-
1: a Tambaca. Re- I'm so confused so right hard. now. I like I, that at Tambaca Reno. Yeah. Tambaca Reno. That
3: would be arena.
1: my band name. Tambaca yeah. She's a, she's a, nah. a nah. <laughs> This show makes no sense to me today. <laughs> this is hilarious. It's, the holidays. I it's, I love it. it's Christmas. Did you know, by the way, that, and I didn't know this, but Montgomery ward, and I found some Christmas facts here. I don't know if these are true or not, but you're, we're going to go with it. You're dating yourself. No, I'm, I'm just reading this, but you remember Montgomery ward. I do. Sadly. Yes. Okay. Do, do you remember, remember that Montgomery store? No. The Montgomery ward. Yeah. That's good. You shouldn't uh, remember. <laughs> I'm
0: just kidding. It was basically a <laughs> version of Sears. You were born. Yep.
1: They kind of went out though a long time ago.
0: Yeah.
4: It's there are still wards store. They're called ward. Now they wards. There's still some
1: stores somewhere. So apparently Montgomery ward, or maybe this was, hold on. Let me, let me just double check this, but I believe it was Montgomery ward that created Rudolph. Yeah. Montgomery ward. They created Rudolph as a marketing gimmick to encourage children to buy Christmas coloring books. So did they make up the song Rudolph the red nose reindeer? I don't know who wrote that, but apparently prior to Montgomery ward, Rudolph wasn't a reindeer.
3: When did
1: that's interesting?
3: When did they (laughs) say he he was invented?
1: I don't know. It didn't say like when, but originally though, the, the Clement Moore's poem introduced the reindeer was dasher, dancer, prancer, vixen, comet, cupid, Duner and blixem, Dunner. which means uh thunder and lightning, which turned into Donner and Blitzen. Huh. But Rudolph was not a reindeer at the time. And then Montgomery Ward created, but then the original Rudolph did not have a red nose. And there's two reasons was red noses were seen as an indicator of chronic alcoholism <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Rudolph to look like a drunkard. So there you go. Um, and then there was another reason, and this is, I I think this is probably more funny is that, uh, Rudolph's red nose is probably the result of a parasitic infection of his respiratory system. So (laughs) I think this is hilarious. So apparently Rudolph's relationship with this parasite is symbiotic, however. So this is all fine. (laughs) He's okay now. The red nose illuminates the path, of course, and, uh, it, you know, feeds off him. So we're all good. Bioluminescence. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. There's Rudolph's history. Now, did you know that Jingle Bells was not written for Christmas? Really? It was written for Thanksgiving originally in 1857 by James Lord Pierpont. So there
3: Uh, is a Thanksgiving song.
1: Yeah, we're so excited. So it used to be called. Oh, wow. It used to be called One Horse Open Sleigh, and it was supposed to be played in the composer's Sunday school class during Thanksgiving as a way to commemorate the famed Medford Sleigh Races. Hmm. Jingle Bells, by the way, was also the first song to be broadcast from space. Oh, wow. So there you go. There's a little bit of trivia Good for you. trivia, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. Keep it coming. Oh, there's so much here. What else you got? Um, oh, this is great. Great. So <laughs> the Dutch version of Santa Claus is Sinterklaas. His little helpers are not hardworking elves. They're boys and girls who steal your kids if you if they misbehave.
3: Oh, my God. Bring like them back to Krump- Spain. Like, yeah, like Krampus? Yeah,
1: Krampus. Yeah, exactly. Krampus. And then they, uh, according to the Dutch, it's a severe punishment. They come back and they pretty much get tortured. So, booyah that's kind of fun for yeah. you know, all you kids out there. Germany pulled into Ukraine, finding a spider or a spider's web on a Christmas tree is believed to be a harbinger of good luck. Hmm. There's a legend that a spider wove a blanket for the baby Jesus, which is <laughs> hilarious. So spider silk, I guess that would keep you pretty warm and well bound makes his own blankets. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have a spider, you know, people would put up ornaments that were spider webs or spiders on Christmas trees for good luck. Interesting. Let's I mean, make up our own goofy
4: stories about Christmas and stuff. I, yeah, I mean, it's hilarious. eventually it
1: might stick. If you get enough people to especially if it's a weird That's enough. So yeah. true. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Well, we used to make things up all the time on the show. Mm-hmm. So we could, we used to make things oh, up sorry, all the time. We still make things up. all the time. Th- <laughs> this is all true though. Trust me. All right. Japanese I tr- people. I trust you as insofar as you're reading it on your screen. Well, I wrote this. So, all right. Japanese people <laughs> traditionally eat at KFC for Christmas dinner. They I didn't do know that. Not. Yeah. No, they don't. I'm serious. They go to KFC to enjoy some fried chicken. The closest thing to Turkey. You can get in Japan. There was a marketing campaign in 1947, Kentucky for Christmas. Daga. <laughs> I don't know if this is true or not. I'm just telling you what, what, you know, it's on the internet. So it must be true. <laughs> <laughs> um, the X in in Xmas doesn't take Christ out of Christmas. And you know, people were talking it's just about a that quick way of writing it. Well, hold on. There's more to this. Oh. So get this. I didn't know this. Xmas is a common abbreviation. As we know, some people are thinking, oh my gosh, that's the problem. Well, don't worry. No one's taking the Christ out of Christmas because in the Greek alphabet, the letter X, what is it? Chi is that as pronounced or I, I think it's, know. I think it's pronounced Chi. I want to say that not Chi it's CHI. I believe it's Kai is the first letter of the Greek word for Christ or Christos. Wow. So there you go. Xmas all good. C, Yep. Happy Xmas. Iceland has 13 Santas and an old lady who kidnaps children. <laughs> Merry Christmas Iceland and takes them on a, on a long boat across the Atlantic. <laughs> this is so funny. Oh my gosh. And then of course, you know, Krampus and all that. I, I never watched the Krampus movie. I didn't either. I just know about the legend. Yeah. Overwatch, the junk rat, which I love playing junk rat on Overwatch has a Krampus skin right now oh, for the Christmas. Yeah. So I might have to get it just so I can walk around and scare people. I don't know. Right. They'll be scared. <laughs> I guess there are so many things here. You'll like this one. America's first batch of eggnog. He's pointing at me by the way. Yeah, because yes, yeah, captain influence was made (laughs) in the Jamestown settlement in 1607 comes. Now I love this. The name eggnog comes from the word grog. I love the idea of grog. I never drank it, but you know, when you play a thin beer like pirate movies, grog or, or monkey Island or any of the pirate stuff, you know, if you have grog it's made out of pretty much anything you can think of lighter fluid gasoline you know the most disgusting pretty much anything that's undrinkable. In this sense uh grog means any drink made with rum. Huh. So there you go there's your rum. So the nog. first the first time someone accidentally
4: melted a bunch of vanilla ice cream and drank it and said, "Oh, this is eggnog."
1: That was Then, well, it was made out of eggnog stuff that they made back in.
4: I don't think they had ice cream like that in 1607. You know, that's all eggnog is—is melted vanilla ice cream, right? Not the eggnog we drink. (laughs) Stuff we drink is pretty dang good. It's melted vanilla ice cream. With tell you what, melt a bunch of vanilla ice cream. Put well, you don't have to put it. You know, it doesn't matter what you put in it. Melt a bunch of vanilla ice cream. Have a taste test with that
1: plus some eggnog in oh, two different glasses totally different. and see if you can tell the difference totally because the eggnog that we get is so different. I mean the stuff you buy in the stores, that yeah, I'm with you, but we get it from this local dairy here. Mm-hmm. Their eggnog is years apart from every other eggnog. Oh, interesting. It, it doesn't. I'm not knocking compares. it. I love melted vanilla ice cream. Oh, yeah, especially with rum, but I'm just saying the actual <laughs> eggnog we drink tastes nothing like vanilla ice cream. Okay. It's far better. I should try, it. but it's it's spectacularly good. So yeah, we'll have to get some Yeah. before you take off. Uh, a useful way to recycle your Christmas tree. Some zoos apparently take donated Christmas trees and use, as, use them as food for the animals. Really? What animals eat? Okay, let's
0: see. Yeah. What animals
4: eat pine nuts or pine needles? A lot, but uh, I wonder which ones. I don't know. They're so
1: the- reindeer? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe the, uh, yeah. The, the carib- caribou. The caribou. Caribou. Rocking around the Christmas tree, Brenda Lee. She was 13 years old when she recorded that song. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. You knew that. That's good. You know, the, the happy Christmas war is over Paul McCartney. Yes. You know, so this is Christmas. Yes. Well, it's one of those songs that most people can't stand anymore. And yet they play it, you know, 40 times an hour on the, on the radio. He apparently doesn't like the song either. (laughs) Um, Paul McCartney, is apparently he regards it as one of his worst songs that he's ever recorded. Yet still nets him around four hundred thousand a year. <laughs> wow, it's so funny. I love that. We'll you know, artists it, are guess. funny like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you know? Have you ever heard of NORAD? First of all, sure. Yeah, NORAD. How they track Santa every year for the yeah, kids, NORAD yeah. Santa oh, Tracker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So apparently, this was a total accident. In 1955, there was a Sears ad that was supposed to print the number of a store where children could call and tell Santa what they wanted for Christmas. Well, the number printed was an accident and it ended up being the hotline of the director of operations for the U.S. Continental Air Defense at NORAD. (laughs) Good accident. So people were calling this and he's like, what the heck? So Colonel Schaup ordered his staff to give children updates on the flight coordinates of Santa. It's become a tradition ever since. That's That's so cute.
4: Isn't that awesome? That was was some
0: fast thinking on an officer.
1: (laughs) I love that.
4: You know, that's where Stargate Command is too, right? Uh Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Yeah, Okay. Oh yeah. NORAD. I do know that. It's still there by the way. (laughs) It's under NORAD.
0: Johnny, I want to hear your Christmas traditions. (laughs) So my traditions are that we go uh every year I actually drive my mother up to my sister's house in uh in the mountains and we spend our Christmas up in the mountains so long as we can get there in the snow and whatnot. But Christmas Eve night we have Swedish meatballs, as I mentioned earlier. I am what I eat. Mm christmas day we open our presents uh, and then have another family meal after that and then we kind of comatose for the rest of the, the year next couple days
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah i like that
4: yeah you and every other ikea
0: all all owner? the all the oak ikea owners, ikea yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. patron yeah owners
1: he's an owner <laughs> he invented ikea dude he's the swedish he is the swedish meatball Yeah, oh, yeah that's uh, his recipe
0: yeah yeah. And we watch, I mean, there's some movies. We'll always watch, uh, one of the Christmas Carol versions. Uh, uh, yeah. I like the George C Scott version. My mom actually likes the, uh, Patrick Stewart version, which nice. is very good too. No, I will not celebrate Christmas. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I like I the Disney Mickey mouse and Donald duck version. What about Scrooge to Bill Murray?
3: I like the Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah. That's my favorite one.
4: The Muppets. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I just last week watched the Rudolph stop animation. Oh yeah, we were just we talking just about. Just watched. Yep. Yeah, that one's classic. It's getting very dated and Oh yeah. stuff now and it like I think up. the soundtrack it was digitally recorded a bit too late because there's some <laughs> wavering nice. tones in the soundtrack and stuff, so it's awesome.
1: You know that but, now that movie has been regarded as a, a classic tale of bullying. And so now people are wrecking Rudolph, saying, you know, because right, they bullied Rudolph. Yeah, Santa was a jerk, and and now that people aren't allowing their children to watch it because it's a, uh, it's too offensive.
0: Yeah, but look how <laughs> he, look how he turned out. I mean, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's funny. You know what, Lee Steven, he's our friend who goes by Bad Kitty. Bad Kitty, yeah. I loved it, and I, I hadn't thought about this now for quite some time. But he said on his episode that he was on, you know, two years ago, that every kid needs bullying of some kind, or else you don't understand how to overcome things. Interesting, And he's not saying that bullying is good. It's just, we need some kind of opposition against us to yeah. learn how to overcome. That's fair. That's and fair. I thought, you know, that's, I mean, yeah, we hate bullying. It's terrible, but okay. Yeah. If I hadn't been bullied in some ways, I wouldn't be the person I am today.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, people say the, be a best, the best way to learn is to fail. <laughs> I mean, that's the yeah. quickest way you learn things. I really wish I could have laid out, the bullies in my life when I was a little
4: kid. <laughs> well, I, back, looking back, I mean, if, yeah. if I were, if I had my mind now in my younger body and, and when I was being bullied, I just wouldn't, I just wouldn't put up with it. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I just would not put up. I, with I it. did because I, I didn't know anything. Them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but did I you didn't. Get
3: bullied? Yeah, but I think it's a little different for girls. Like for me, it was more in junior high and high school, yeah. mean girl, catty stuff. Yeah, mm. yeah.
1: You know, people are always saying that, oh, bullying is a kid's thing. And I'm like, no, no, it's definitely very much an every every age thing. (laughs) I still get bullied by random people. Everybody does.
3: Especially with the Internet. People can say whatever Mm. they want. Oh, yeah.
1: I don't get pushed around or punched around or little things like that. Like, you know, you you do when you're young. People don't just do that as much anymore. Yeah. They're more clever about it now. Yeah, exactly. Subversive. (laughs) If you could call it that. Clever. (laughs) (laughs) They've had plenty of time to work on it. All right, so you watched the ultimate bullying movie. I'm I'm glad you liked that. Yeah, yeah, bully jerk. I'm totally kidding. Turn his mic on. Rudolph is so they, just, awesome. Just, I love uh, that movie. It's classic.
0: Good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. They ended up pulling the teeth out of uh, the snowman. So that's true. I mean. I think they did or the all right. Yeti? The Yeti. It was the Abominable Snowman. Yeah, the, well, yeah. Okay, the Yeti. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the b- Bumble. Dude, I think.
1: So there you go. Drop Dog, if you're listening, this is a great thing. Somebody messes with you, gives you some, you know, lip or whatever, just pull all their teeth out. Yeah. 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 Send them some of Seven Blue Sevens Toffee. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like. To help with the process. I mean, don't you agree? You know, somebody gets on your nerve, you pull their teeth out, shuts them up. I mean, that's kind of a cool idea.
3: <laughs> <laughs> La- lawyers. I don't know how far that'll get you in life.
1: <laughs> in on. professional
4: life, would La- so lawyers fun. would ruin that whole. Oh, come yeah, on! Everybody has to take
1: away all the fun in life. I know. Okay, fine. So, watching bullying movies and pulling Yeti's teeth out is your Christmas yeah, tradition. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Yeah, that's a cool, store bro. <laughs> <laughs> No, honestly, those are cool traditions. I appreciate Speaking that. Of bullying. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I, I'm more messing uh with this conversation I than I am with you, because you're cool. <laughs> well, we, we like to do equally as, you know, horrifying things for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, like the nutcracker. That's that's a pretty offensive play nowadays. Christmas parties, I mean, that's offensive. I, I don't know. I can't think I, for some reason I remembered this. Um we had this church Christmas party it was when I was a kid, by the way. And they actually got a dude to play Santa that came up on the roof and clumped. So yeah, we were, we were downstairs awesome. and we heard this boom, doom, 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 like, whoa, he's here. It was the coolest thing. How'd they keep you from running outside to look? They wouldn't. We were getting ready to. and They're like, no, stay there. You know, you got to wait till he comes down. And he actually somehow came. It was really cool. It was a cool <laughs> idea. I don't know why or it was a random memory, but no, we do a lot of the same kind of stuff. We don't, I don't do the, uh, the, the Christmas Eve presents as much anymore. I don't really do that at all. I don't wear onesies, so that's part of the problem.
4: <laughs> well, yeah, we did when I was a little kid. I just you just yeah, reminded me. We Christmas used to we used to give family presents on Christmas Eve. Yeah, and then Christmas
1: morning would be Santa presents. It used to be something like that, though, where it would be you know uh, not a robe, but what do you call those? Um, kind of, I don't even know what they are called, but you know, it's something to keep you warm. But it's like not, a
3: smoking jacket. Well, but for like a kids, snuggie.
1: Well, that was before snuggies came out. <laughs> I don't know, but it was you know maybe it was like a robe, but it was a warm robe kind of thing or slippers, you know, little things like that that you would get for because you know you'd, you'd spend Christmas in your pajamas, so yeah, well, it wasn't necessarily pajamas, but you're right, you know, little fun things like that or sometimes it'd be like a book you could read when you go to bed and wait for santa to come kind of thing but uh, yeah yeah, i mean there's some fun we we, so instead of cinnamon rolls although that's a really good idea Mm -hmm. we do this thing called pull apart which is i think also known as monkey bread
0: bread. oh yeah Yeah. Mm, monkey Um, bread.
1: yeah i mean it's rolls and you know we dump all the cool thing totally good for health food man Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, it's like it's what bodybuilders eat really really awesome and sugar they eat it raw we do an egg casserole which is really good we have a lot of food it's like christmas morning breakfast is kind of our big food time and then we do we used to do christmas day dinners until one year when I was a kid, and everybody said, We don't want to work on Christmas Day, so we're doing Christmas Eve dinner. Mm. So that's the big special dinner, and then Christmas Day is the breakfast, and then you know, you spend the rest of the day chilling and playing games and watching movies and other things like that. Nice. Good times. But our other traditions are I've mentioned this a hundred times. We'd like to go to any kind of productions that there are. A lot of them are free, which is really cool. Light tours, Christmas movies. We do actually try to go as many Christmas parties and other things as possible. They're not offensive. And I, I wanted to throw this one in that's just so random, but it's become a tradition is a lot of games nowadays, you know, cause we game they have Christmas holiday festivities in the games now. So like Guild Wars two, for example, and Guild Wars one and World of Warcraft. And yeah, well, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. All the big MMOs have a They holiday. They change everything. And all of a sudden it's a winter landscape and there's Christmas trees everywhere. And it's yeah. just so cool. And you that's get to so do these fun. random little fun festivals and quests that you can do that are all Christmas based and stuff and a lot of games do that and i mean shoot we used to play what was that Star Wars The Old Republic game Oh yeah that was always fun we had this They did Christmas? Yeah. Oh weird. Yeah that we doesn't uh, they they really shouldn't. That doesn't Oh it was that. so awesome you'd have snowball fights you know the speeders yeah. in that game like in, in Star Wars So speeders you could drive around on a sleigh speeder. Oh, really? And so you drive, <laughs> and it'd be like shing shing shing. You know the the sleigh bells and everything it was so much yeah, fun. I Ugh. think they
0: called it Life Day, wasn't that Wookiee Life <laughs> yeah, Day instead of Christmas? It was yeah. horrible. Are you talking about the old Star Wars? Star Wars, the Christmas? Old Republic. Yeah, right? yeah Wookie
4: the, Life the Wookie Day. Life. That's
1: that's where the title. So yeah. you know how we're joking about the special snowflake that people are called? That's actually a title you can get for Christmas time in the Star Wars game. Yeah. So I would run around as a special snowflake people. I
4: thought yeah. that was Guild Wars, but it wasn't. It's just so in vogue to ruin Star Wars these days. What is up with that? No, Everyone that's not does ruined. it. That was Everyone, beautiful. No, no, that you was don't. before
1: JJ Abrams <laughs> took over too, by the way. that yeah, was yeah, awesome. Okay, Lucas started it. Lucas I know. Started it. <laughs> I know Jar Jar. A lot of fun times. Now you mentioned some movies, Yanni. Yes. I'm going to throw a few out here. Home Alone, Christmas Vacation. Those are mm, two definitely my favorites. of course, sure. Yeah. Santa Claus movies, we mentioned those last week. Elf, Rudolph's yeah. awesome. Now I'm throwing in, for me, Better Off Dead. It's not really a Christmas movie, but they celebrate Christmas in the movie, so yeah. it reminds me of that. Die Hard's great. Definitely Die Hard. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then uh, Nativity Story is a phenomenal movie about the Christmas story, which is really well done. And then I'm throwing in, and, and Johnny will love this one El Hazard. Totally not a Christmas <laughs> movie. Definitely. It's not. a Japanese anime that came out in the 90s, and for whatever reason, I watched it at Christmas and it became a Christmas tradition. <laughs> Makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> what about you guys? You guys have Christmas movies.
3: The Grinch.
1: Oh, yes. Which one though? The original or the Jim Carrey or the new one?
3: Um, The original and the Jim Carrey. Mm. I haven't seen the new one yet though, but I hear it's pretty cute.
1: I heard he's kind of weak in it though. He's really? not very Grinchy. Oh, I don't know. That's uh, a lot of people. I have I'm yeah, not a, little a fan softer.
3: of Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, I'm not really? either. No, I love him. Thank I, you. I do, he too. gives me the heebie-jeebies. I don't know why. I think he's yeah. so like, ooh.
1: I think he's over the top. And I think people, it's the funniest thing because every single person I know has liked him. And so I've never expressed my opinion because I always feel like I'm like, well, I'm going to be the, the jerk. So thank you. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like, okay, thank God. I get to finally say I'm not a fan of him. No, Benedict not- Cumberbatch is one of my favorite actors. I'm glad you like him. Really? A lot of people love him.
3: Really? Yeah. Really. Oh, okay.
1: That's cool. Like I hated him as con, hated him. Fair not enough, but he role. was a great Sherlock. Holmes. The Sherlock, true, though, true. But amazing. I never really saw that show. You should. So you that should. Well, I think that would probably. I'm not even back. a Sherlock fan. I watched like three show. episodes and I was bored. Okay, then you're different. Uh, I don't like that <laughs> level. I don't like that type of um, brainiac level of intelligence. I don't know what it is. Like I don't mind it. Like I know people like that, and it's fine. And I totally respect those people. I know I don't think like that, so I just yeah, don't care. I understand. It's that simple. But no, it's well done. Don't get me wrong. I I'm just going to bully you well for not liking. You Sherlock should totally Holmes. bully me. <laughs> you're like Rudolph or Santa. <laughs> you're Santa. I'm Santa and you're Rudolph. <laughs> no, you I totally the respect the Sherlock. I just want to say that. Well, I not just, my thing. I
4: have to say you guys are the first. All three of you don't like Benedict Cumberbatch. I like Benedict. No, there's oh, two of us. Two against two. Well, the two, two, two. two of you are the first people. I mean, obviously this is silly of me to say this because of course there are people out there that don't like that. Actor, yeah, but yeah. But you're the first two people I've I've talked to about him that didn't like him. So
1: to be fair, so this is good for me. <laughs> to be fair, I loved him in Doctor Strange. Yes, actually. Yeah. So so I'm not saying that I hate him necessarily. Yeah. I think in the right role, he's great. But I think he did. A, I think he was put into a lot of roles because of how much people like him. Yeah, fair enough. That he didn't need to be in. So maybe that's, that's what it is. That's fair. Because like you're right, like I, Will Ferrell yeah 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 i would agree with that because he you know he was perfect in elf but there were other movies and i'm like yeah not so good
4: i'm not a fan yeah
3: of will ferrell no not even an elf
1: no he doesn't do it for me i i think that movie was like his perfect shining moment
3: i think so too it probably was yeah. i just
1: didn't like it no I, I again like i totally get it everybody's different yeah we watched alpha This last week, by the way, which has nothing to do with Christmas. Did you like that? I loved it. Interesting. This was great. It was different. Very different. Very much. It was very slow in many ways, but I thought the pacing was perfect for what it was and something about it. I really, really liked. That's that's good to know. But I I thought that the advertising for it, the the
4: the previews for it looked horrible. Mm. So but I but I do know that it's that it's fairly common for really good movies to be advertised very poorly. And so
1: a lot of the people who would love it miss out because they didn't like the preview. I saw the preview and I meant, I remember thinking, Hmm, that looks interesting. Not sure if I'll go to the movies, you know, to the theater for it, mm-hmm. but we just watched it and it was it was really good. good. It was, um, yeah, I don't know. It's good to it's know. It's worth watching. Good to it know. It really is. Yeah. Okay. How about we play green butterflies message, please? Now we can do peanut gallery comments while she's talking, no, I'm kidding. Let's let's just <laughs> let her have her moment. Can we bully Green Butterfly? No. Hey
2: everybody, this is your eye in the sky. Green Butterfly. What is my favorite holiday tradition? I'm going to have to say gift giving. Ooh. Emily I like had that. me take that love languages survey about a year ago, and it turns out my number one love language is gift giving. Oh, that's great. No wonder I've always enjoyed it so much. Whether it's something you need, something you want. Or a random surprise that I've come up with. I really enjoy giving it.
1: Okay, I'm going to pause you for one second. So, Christmas presents are on Green Butterfly this year for all of us. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) I'll send you a list.
2: I'm not very good at wrapping. My corners are always crooked. I use too much paper. And my seams never line up. But you can be assured that it's been wrapped with love. My favorite non-traditional Christmas song is a song called Glorious by Melissa Etheridge on an album called A New Thought for Christmas. And I have to bring this song to Brian's attention because it's one of his favorite words, glorious. (laughs) What is my favorite Christmas drink? I think that would have to be milk to go with all the cookies I'm going to eat. Yes. Speaking of cookies, I found a great new cookie recipe. It's super easy and only has four ingredients. They're Andy's mint Chocolate Cookies. I'm going to try to get the details over to Miss Ice for the show notes.
1: Uh, pausing again, I uh, have the recipe here. It will be in the show notes. And I also have that song that she just mentioned, which will also be linked in the show notes. So Nice. Yeah. This, these Andy's cookies do look really good. We're going to have to try them.
2: My favorite Christmas movie, Muppet Family Christmas. Oh, yeah. This one's a little obscure. It was a TV special in 1987. But it's really special because it is the first movie in which the Muppets, the Sesame Street characters, and the Fraggles Mm. all celebrate Christmas together. I saw that. My holiday advice don't be afraid of change. Mm. It's okay to miss old traditions as family dynamics change for a variety of reasons. But it's okay to make new traditions and let them into your heart and just find joy in what is happening now.
1: She's so wise. it's
2: also okay if you don't see everyone on December 25th. My holiday plans are coming together on a variety of different days, which is just going to make the fun of the holidays last longer. So I've had a little bit of hard time with change in the last couple of years, but I'm learning to let it into my heart and enjoy new traditions as I remember the old. I hope you all have a really wonderful holiday, however you choose to celebrate it. And I consider the friends that I have here to be some of the best gifts I've ever had. Have a super holiday. Green butterfly out.
1: That was awesome. That Thanks was Adrienne. great. Yeah. Thank you so much. Such a good person. I know. That was awesome. Thank you so much for that. Like I said, I'll have those links to the recipe and the song. I, I really like the attitude though. That was mm-hmm. a really good way of looking at it. Yeah. All right. Flash also sent in his thoughts.
5: Real Brian, TRBS listeners, this is Martin the Flash calling in with a little Christmas message to add to your awesome holiday episode. I apologize, this is coming at you from the car on the way to work. I got too busy this weekend and completely forgot about it. I thought he was at a hockey maybe, game. Maybe, Brian, you can <laughs> clean it up a little bit so there's not so much road noise. But, uh, nah, I got I'll Christmas music playing in the background, maybe that'll help. Anyway, he had asked about some memories and traditions and stuff. One of the coolest memories I have about Christmas was between Christmas and New Years, uh, growing up in Toronto, we have a family cottage up in northern Ontario where all the lakes and everything are, and up there you would get tons of snow. Mm -hmm. So the one year me and my grandpa decided to go up there between Christmas and New Years just to check on the cottage and have a little winter fun. Well, we got up there, there was so much snow, I kid you not that the cottage was half buried so when we're walking we had to put on snowshoes from the road to go up the we had a very long driveway so to walk up the driveway to get to the cottage we had to put on snowshoes uphill both ways and we're trucking along on top of the snow and when we got to the cottage we were standing on the surface of snow at the second level of the cottage Oh no fair i'm not kidding there was over eight feet of snow it buried the cottage so we had to get a shovel and dig a tunnel down to the door to get into the cottage. I'm never going to forget that. It was so much fun. It was one of the coolest things I'd ever done when I was a kid in the wintertime. Absolutely loved it. As for traditions, just very traditional, basic things. I always like to allow everyone to open one present on Christmas Eve as sort of like a a build-up to the next morning, I guess. And it's usually something that you can use that night or use on christmas morning whether it's new slippers or a cozy sweater or yep. something like that you, you know just something for for the day that you can you can use toothbrush transformer uh, i love christmas baking that's probably my favorite thing i'm not a good baker so i count on anybody that i know to make christmas baking i'm such a glutton when it comes to all that so are we well that's about it um Christmas message, the the one thing I kind of want to let everybody know about and I talked to Brian behind the scenes about this, he knows the story I just lost a friend last week he was three years older than me, just about to turn 48 he dropped uh, he was playing basketball and he fell to the ground and had a heart attack and we lost him that night and I know it's a bit of a sad story to all on Christmas but the reason I wanted to bring it up because of what it's been having me think about over and over and over and I talked to Brian about this is that with this friend he, the last time we spoke we kind of had a bit of an argument and a bit of a falling out and we didn't say the nicest things to each other and we had not been in touch really since then and we never made amends, we never made up for it we never came back together and Said, "Hey, man, I'm sorry, and you know, whatever, because this guy was a good friend for many years. We we played football together, baseball together, dodgeball. We made movies together. I spent a lot of time with him, and now that chance is gone to have ever have made amends and patched things up. And it's just got me thinking. And to to make a positive spin on this is what I want to share with everybody: is you don't have enough time in this world." life is short if there's something you need to say to somebody go say it whether it's saying you're sorry whether it's making up for something telling someone you forgive them or above all tell someone how you feel about them whether you love them or you think they're a good buddy whatever it is don't wait make sure people know how you feel and that's what I want to leave everybody with so Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from Calgary, Canada. This is The Flash, signing off.
1: Yeah, that was a sad situation. He told me about that. Good message. Yeah, it was a very good message. In fact, I knew somebody. Um, they died on the way to Estes Park. Actually, it was a couple people we knew. They were driving up there and they're driving up their motorcycles and they got killed by somebody coming around the curve a little too fast and smashed up against it and killed them instantly. We actually had, had a bit of a falling out, actually, and I had seen the guy maybe a week before this happened, and it's not like we resolved or anything like that, but it was one of those moments where you met, you, t- you know, you bump into each other. We were just chatting and same kind of thing where it, it was a moment where we just kind of went, I think we're good now. Mm. You know, you didn't really yeah. say like, man, I forgive you. Sorry, but I was just more of like, I think we're good. And then a week later, they died and I was like, oh, my gosh, had I not had that moment, I'd regret it the rest of my life. So, yeah. well. Yeah, you gotta make sure you take those moments. And everyone's like, "Ah, good time. I'll I'll deal with it later." You know, pride. We all love pride, but get over it. <laughs> get over it. Yeah, it's easier said than done, but get over it. Anyway, good message. Thanks, Martin, and appreciate that. And I am sorry if you are lost, man. Not an easy one.
3: Yeah, definitely. Okay, so I have a funny story. When I was three or four years old, I was
1: gonna say thirteen, but okay,
3: no, three or four. We were in Tennessee for Christmas and we were in this all log cabin it was really magical it never snowed where we were living and it snowed there so it was pretty magical but um i was putting my pajamas on christmas eve getting ready for bed and my dad was hiding outside and outside my and i was putting my pajamas on and my dad just goes ho 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 like outside of my door and i'm panicking to put my pajamas on but i Got in such a panic that I couldn't get them on <laughs> and my mom walked in and I was crying hysterically <laughs> and she was like what's wrong and I was like Santa's gonna see me naked because I couldn't get my pajamas on that's and so my parents awesome. still make fun of me for that <laughs> that's
1: awesome cool story bro <laughs> yeah I love that I was thinking like you know he's outside we used to do this and he'd be like this like <laughs>
3: Oh, no. On oh the my outside gosh. of your window, you That's know? That's Krampus. <laughs> so we
1: used to do this when we were, I was in Boy Scouts, and we would get outside at night. People were sleeping. We'd do it outside on their tents. We'd, we'd scratch their tents and stuff like that. People thought it was bears, and it was awesome. But I like your story better. Thanks. That was much funnier. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, it's a good thing that it was your dad. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of your dad, I just want to say this. I miss... His Christmas display. He has the most awesome display of the Grinch and a lot of other things. Like he used to put up so many lights. Yes. And they just moved recently an hour and a half. Well, it's an hour and a half when there's no traffic. So probably 10 hours south of us now when there's traffic. Yeah. Anyway, moved a few, what, a hundred and so miles south. So I don't get to see his display anymore. And I miss it. It was such a great Christmas display.
3: And he made it all himself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's an awesome Grinch display. I mean, awesome.
3: Thanks, I know. That yeah, was my, That was it also
0: so another. Sp- Rugey this year. I didn't finally put up one string of lights this year. but I
1: just, Wow.
0: Just,
3: <laughs> now why the hell are they blinking? More <laughs> than They,
0: they are
1: <laughs> too. <laughs> yes. so, yeah. You pulled out lights that didn't work.
0: Yeah. My first set I pulled out absolutely did not work. It was just like I am not fixing this. Uh, they're old lights. We bought them. My father <laughs> bought them in. The early <laughs> eighties, so they I wonder still why worked? they didn't work. Oh, yeah, okay. well they, they were didn't working work anymore. But the lights I did find were some of the old, the newer LED ones, but they're that bright white color. That's uh, yeah,
2: like, eh,
0: kind of really disappointing, harsh, really harsh white light. And then I found an old star we had, and so I was like, eh, I'm going to put that up. One of the strings in it did not work, so I had to go to Walmart and. Uh, but what did you uh, just call that? Walmapart. Walmapart? Yeah, because they ain't paying me. Uh, <laughs>
1: Walmapart. What, what does Mike call it? Oh, lame mart. Probably lame mart. Okay, yeah, like yeah. worst buy instead of best. Okay, Walmart. Anyway, Walmapart, Yeah.
0: So we fixed uh, fixed that, rewrapped that, and then I put some old tinsel that was probably also from the eighties around it <laughs> to hide the mismatching because they were white strands around it and the new one was green. So I wrapped that old tinsel around it and it's on the outside of the house now. So at least I got some lights up, but I wasn't happy about it. So
4: you guys are just
1: throwing cool stories at us left and right today. I watched a Christmas story this year and you brought up tinsel and I thought, dude, do you remember when we used to put tinsel on our trees back Uh, in like, you know, the day, did you ever have tinsel on your trees when you were growing up? No, do they not do that anymore? Oh, I I thought it's something that went kind of into the nineties and then died. I thought, but I remember, like the like, saxophone, exactly. Yeah. After Kenny G died, <laughs> then it was. Wait, is he still? I don't know. He's so. I think so. He's still alive. I just saying, no, but I remember when they were putting up tinsel on the tree in a Christmas story. I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot about tinsel. Mm-hmm. So this right here, this is my studio nerd tree because it houses Star Trek ornaments. Uh, you see my Star are. Trek ships. Okay. There's a bird of prey right there. There's the the Romulan warbird. Enterprise D and then the shuttle up top. It's a nerd tree. Wow. Do you Ultra see this tree. gold garland though? This is gold mm-hmm. garland from my parents' trees from the 80s, 70s and 80s. That's Somehow so cool. It's it stayed around and, and Sarah's always like, please don't put up this garland. Yeah. I'm like, dude, it's Why going not? up. That's it's awesome. I garland just get it's is, vintage. It is. It's total vintage. So this is my nerd tree. This tree actually used to be what I had as my main tree when I was in college and Wait, so they don't put that garland up anymore? No, they don't. (laughs) Really? No. Well, if you look at our our main tree in the, you know, the main living room area, it doesn't have garland on it. It's too far to walk. It's too, I know it is. It's especially with all these pillars and columns, you know, it's a, yeah, we live in about a a 14,000 foot, bless you, mansion. It's a pretty cool place. The studio itself is 4,000 feet large, so. By 4,000. It's like 4,000 by 4,000. It is, yeah. This is, well, that would be 16,000. Yeah, you just forgot to. Oh, sorry. So that's just the studio is six. I I forget how big this place is. It's just one wall. (laughs) I know. Well, the only reason we can even hear each other is because we're on microphones Yeah, with headphones. Yeah. Otherwise we'd be shouting So cool, cool story, bro. So now you're doing something kind of special this year, though.
0: Yeah, this year I'm making all my presents. Mm -hmm. So kind of have taken up woodworking as a hobby this year just to keep busy and keep my mind active. And to get away from gaming a little bit. So that's a,
2: yeah,
1: it's a good yeah. balance. But,
0: uh, so I'm making all my presents this year, which was really kind of fun. I I, I don't want to talk about them too much in case, because uh, I know some of my relatives do listen to the show. So oh, okay. <laughs> Surprise. But some of the things I have done previous to this, which are sort of like what they're getting, are uh, like I've been doing some wood wall art. Um, oh, Cool which is just like mathematic, they call it tessellations, which is just yeah. a pattern repeating over mm-hmm. and over. Oh, I nice. used recycled wood. So I had a side of, well, I had a deck in front of my house that I tore down last year because it had been 20 years old, but the wood was all nice and gray from, uh from Weather. sun and weathering and stuff. So I ripped that apart and then made that into one of the patterns of the tessellation. I had some old, uh, red wood which was actually wood that was off of a barn and it had been made into a picnic table but the picnic table fell apart so i used that recycled mm. wood. and then i had some new pressure treated wood that was left over from another project i had done so it was all second use wood that i was able to build into this thing and made some wall art to sit outside and that looks that really cool. nice Good and idea. yeah so, Good idea. that's really uh, cool yeah and then just also with I, i've done a lot with uh Restoring hand tools and whatnot, just so I can do those projects, and made my own tools using that wood, my own hand planes and that sort of stuff. So it's been an interesting fall (laughs) because it's all just been within the past few months. So that's cool. Stuff like that, jewelry boxes, etc., that I've been making for people. So
1: nice, yeah. It's cool. It's very unique. Yeah, I can't do woodwork. That's better than what
4: I've been doing.
1: (laughs) You've been making mold cider. That's pretty uh, good.
4: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that is right up there with Johnny's
0: woodworking. Yeah,
1: yeah, it is. Absolutely. hundred mm-hmm. percent.
0: Yeah. Mike would say, yeah, he's been working the wood. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> he would say that. <laughs> <laughs> I've the got nail yeah, on the yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, really. No pun intended.
1: <laughs> I can't make things with my hands very well. So, uh, you know, that's why I like try to roast coffee for people periodically, mm-hmm. but the other thing I, I just got to get back to writing music for people, I, but I'm not very good at composing. You should be a jingle writer; it'd be perfect. A jingle writer, I could jingle Rudolph. You know, you, we'll change it to be more of a PC version.
4: You've got the <laughs> you've got a piano or three somewhere like a quarter mile down the way in, the,
1: in your studio over there, somewhere in the
4: Half direction a mile, of where I'm
0: yeah. pointing right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's
1: and a <laughs> there's a, a keyboard behind me that's about a hundred feet back, and <laughs> Try I, a it's thousand. Hard, it's hard to <laughs> no the piano. Is a half a mile that way, but yeah, the actual keyboard here, you know, I need to do it yeah. after watching Bohemian Rhapsody. It's time, but I, I'm not a very good composer. I don't think. I don't know. Maybe I should you're, play you're some a of my great own music poser. a poser. Yes, so You a got great. half of it. I need to compose my <laughs> posing here. I could play some of my original music and see if anyone likes it, but yeah, I don't know. You might be like, that's nice, Brian. I really like it because you're special and you're my friend, but if you were talking behind my back, you'd be like, nah, that
0: sucks no Uh, no we'd have to hear it first (laughs) totally i would do that to you yes i know you would because that's you (laughs) you're like yeah
1: wait let me let me make some woodwork that represents your music i'm gonna throw mud at a piece of wood and call it who flung dung yeah
2: deep thoughts with captain influence
4: i often wonder if there are an infinite number of alternate universes is there a universe where there are people sitting in a theater eating popcorn and watching everything I do in this universe? Maybe I should perform for them.
1: And thank you for listening to this wonderful Christmas episode.
3: Thanks for having us. This has been so much fun.
1: Totally. Yeah. Okay. Well, I hope, I hope Always. everyone enjoyed this. I mean, this was the most random, you know, thing ever
3: what we do best
1: yeah it's great but you know there's nothing better than just having a bunch of things festivities and fun to get you in the mood for the
0: season merry christmas everybody
1: yes merry christmas
4: and since we won't be talking to you before then have a happy new year
0: yes that's true so there will be
1: no episode next week we will be back after the first of the year so you know enjoy the week off enjoy christmas enjoy the new year we'll be back on january 4th Thanks for joining us, though. Merry Christmas. Merry
3: Christmas. Thanks for having us. Thank you.
1: Of course. And don't forget, eat more Swedish meatballs because you're supporting Johnny Pistol Shot. Yeah. Or you're
0: eating at Ikea. You know, that works, too.
1: If you go to Ikea and if you eat Swedish meatballs, you support Johnny Pistol Shot. So, you know, and if you eat seven blue sevens toffee, you support dentists around the nation. Yep. Specifically drop dog. Yeah, specifically drop dog. So it's fantastic. And of course, if you want to keep your head warm because baby... It's cold outside. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get one of those hats. Yes. Where do you get one of those hats?
3: You can find them in Fort Collins at Kansas City Kitty, or they will be at a store in Denver called Joyfill.
1: I love it. Now, what about online?
3: I'll get back to you on that. Okay. Because- <laughs> we'll put it in the show notes. Yes.
1: Yeah. still working on uh, the websites and the internets? Yes.
3: Right now, I'm just <laughs> trying to get the orders filled for the stores so, so i what, haven't even thought of that yet if
1: you yet. want a hat to keep your head warm because baby it's cold outside contact <laughs> me directly and i'll put you in touch with sheer terror to yes. get your orders in how about perfect. that
3: perfect and i
1: just wanted to do it because one it's completely what what did you call that a no a zero waste zero waste i love that and it goes back to support sheer terror and her friend
3: yeah thank you i don't you. know your friend's
1: name His don't, name's- don't say it i don't want to know okay no nope, the more okay. that i know the worse off it is because you know i then if I get interrogated, I don't have to say anything. <laughs> so I do no, know. What's his name?
3: His name's Kevin.
1: <laughs> Kevin. Kevin, like Kevin McAllister from home alone.
3: Really? Yeah. No way. The, ex- the very same. Oh He's my real God. person. Yeah. Wow,
1: I didn't know that. Well, that's fantastic. Well, tell Kevin McAllister. Thanks for the hat. I will. And it's on him, right? Yes. Okay. Literally. <laughs> you know what the music means? I'm so sad. Thanks for being here though. Bye, guys. It's nice having you in the studio. It really is. It's more fun this way. It's it's much more fun. Have a lovely day. Have a wonderful Christmas and happy new year. Joyous holidays. Don't go to the show notes. Trust me. It's terrible. All the links are in there if you really don't want to know. Have a great one. Real Brian Show signing off. The
3: Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at
2: 514mediaempire.com.